is a day we change the clocks. So this is, as we have a couple of times a year, ideal direct opportunity to consider attachment to conventions, silapata paramasa. The earth turns, spins on its axis. The seasons change according to different areas of the surface of the planet. So we humans choose to designate this particular configuration of light and dark. 8.31, Sunday the 29th of March. Same sort of configuration yesterday was called 7.31. We make a, a decision as a human group and we put a number on it. Is it really 8.31, 7.31? In New Zealand it's 8.30 in the evening or 7.30 in the evening. What time is it? Are we near the end of the retreat? Or are we just beginning? Somewhere in the middle. We say winter retreat. We create a framework. Today is the 29th of March. The retreat finishes on the 31st. Another couple of days. Is that a long time or a short time? Three months can go by in a flash. One hour can be an eternity. How long is a retreat? Where are we in it? If we say we're nearly at the end, we believe that, make that real, and that is held as a truth. We think of it as just the beginning, oh, <clears throat> nearly three whole days of time to just do formal practice together with the rest of the community. Great. What a wonderful, unique opportunity. Finally, I'm getting with the, uh, the routine, comfortable with the formal practice. Great. Now I can really begin. Then it's the beginning. Short, long, beginning, middle, end, old and young. These are just conventional designations. I was born in 1956, so 58 years old. That can be held as, oh, I'm nearly 60. 60 is really old. I'm getting to be an old man. Or you can say, well, 60 is the new 40, planning on living to 120 anyway, so it's not even halfway. Just getting used to this human thing, getting the hang of the, the human realm, just getting going. So, how old are you? How old are you? Young, old, in the middle? These are all simply conventional designations. We determine 
these qualities into being through our own perceptions. We call it short, it's short. We call it long, it's long. If we understand these as simply conventional designations, what the mind adds on to the present, then it's not a problem. We can tell people our age, we can say this is 8.35 and 21 seconds, no problem, it's not an imposition. Those numbers don't limit the reality of the present moment. It's just a number, empty. The form but no substance. Void, hollow, insubstantial. So just like we call this moment, 8.35, 57 seconds, you can say our name, our age, our nationality. We can talk about our spiritual training, just beginning, just starting out. I've only been in robes for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, just starting out. And say, oh, I've been, been in robes for a long, long time. It must be three or four months by now. Feels like forever. These are subjective impressions. Time, self, location. Worldly judgments that the mind imposes upon the experience of the present reality. When they're recognized as simple designations, something that the mind imposes, then at that very moment, those patterns, those judgments don't limit the reality. They don't limit the Dhamma, the reality of this present moment. It's just a number, it's just a name, a sound, a form. What does it mean? Atmaro Bhikkhu. Sunday. March. 2015. 2558. What year is it? The Jewish calendar, it's 5,000 and something. Muslim calendar, it's 14 or 1,500 and something. Buddhist calendar of Southeast Asia. Thailand, it's 2558. Sri Lanka is 2559 already. What year is it? What's your name? Who are you? The mind that knows these are mere conventions, designations that the mind determines into existence, the mind that knows that is free of limitation by those very forms. As soon as the mind grasps, takes those to be real, I am a man, I am a Buddhist, it is Sunday, this is 2015. As soon as it tries to impose that absolute quality on what's only an ephemeral pattern of consciousness, suffering necessarily arises as dukkha. 
limitation, boundedness. A sila pata paramasa, attachment to rules and conventions, rites and rituals. These are a fetter, they are handcuffs, chains that limit the heart when they're believed in. When they're not believed in, then the chains fall away. There's no limitation. We know man, woman, Buddhist, Muslim, Christian, human, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, 25, 58, 59, 2015. These are all just smoke in the wind, just raindrops falling on the puddle, ripples forming, changing, dissolving. That's all. There's no substance there. Then we can use the conventions as skillful means, ways of organizing our time, our relationships, looking after the responsibilities that come with our birth, our living situation, the people that we share our lives with. We use those conventions, but are not limited by them. So they don't have that role of limiting of fettering, holding the heart down, weighing the heart under a burden. So much of our dukkha, so much tension and suffering within our hearts exists because of a simple attachment to conventions, taking them to be true. Through buying into the conventions, attaching to them through love, through hate, through fear, through opinion, through resentment, then we make life very frustrating for ourselves. But it's we who create the prison. It's the clinging, the identification that creates the chains, the prison bars that, that uh, fence the heart in. We might feel limited by the place that we're living, oh, I'm so glad when the retreat's over and I can just go traveling, have a, <clears throat> don't have to do all this group practice together. I can do something different. Be really glad to get out of the monastery, get away from these people. Can't wait for Ajahn Amro to shut up, just to give us some quiet. When this is over then, when this limitation is gone, then I'll be free. When the retreat's over, when the week's over, when my attachments are over, when I've reached stream entry, when I'm an arahant, it's going to be so great. We don't realize that it's the very identification, attachment to the perceptions, the mind experiences, the way we create the conventions are solid, real, permanent. That's what fences us in. That's what is the cause of so much frustration, agitation, restlessness. We feel these false limitations, so we want to get somewhere else. Me somewhere else, tomorrow, finally happy and okay. But the Dhamma is here and now. 
How can it not be? Freedom is not over there, it's here. And the chains are totally mind-made. It's not the precepts, it's not the routine, it's not your personality or your body or your illnesses, your family. It's not the, the style of Ajahn Chah monasteries, Theravada Buddhism. These are not what limit us. These are simply the patterns of nature that we've chosen to live with. This time, this place, this situation, our body, our feelings, our personality, these are not what limit us. These are not what weigh down the heart. But rather it's the habits of self-view, identification with conventions, not seeing the path. Then we take those to be real and true. When this problem is over, then I'll be happy. When I've got rid of this, then I will get that. Right there is the fundamental delusion. We turn the attention around, turn it through 180 degrees and ask, who is it that's being limited? Who is being frustrated? Who is in the wrong place? Who is waiting for this all to be over? What's over there that's not here? Essentially, there's the awareness of the five khandhas arising and passing. That's the case now, it's the case in the past and the future. Different configurations of the khandhas have different patterns, but they arise and pass away. They're equally empty. So we turn the attention around. What is there that's essentially a problem? And who is the owner of it? What is there to long for and who's going to get it? What is there that's a, a real problem? And who is it that's the owner, the experiencer? Who is the one who owns, who has this problem? Who is it? What is it? Bring the attention right to that self-creating habit, that feeling of ownership. Look at that in the heart that makes conventions solid and real. But I am a man, I am a Buddhist. It is Sunday. We look at that very determining, fixing quality and question it. Is that so? Is that an absolute truth? Is this absolutely Sunday? Absolutely 2015? Absolutely 8.47 and 43 seconds? As soon as we turn the attention to that and look with a clear eye, with the eye of Dhamma, it's obvious. How could that be an absolute truth? How could that be solid, real? Your own wisdom faculty knows this. Just let that be brought to focus upon those judgments, those assumptions. And let the wisdom have its own effect. Who is it that feels frustrated? Who is it that's waiting for some other time, some other place? Who is it that wants to hang on to keep this precious moment? What is that? Who is that?
Where is it? And in that questioning, that exploring, the application of wisdom directly, clearly, the clinging falls away, dissolves, can't sustain itself. And in that moment, there's clarity, peacefulness, boundlessness. The heart is unfettered. Let that be known. Let that be fully tasted, realized. That unfettered, unlimited, boundless quality is the result of clear seeing. Here, now. Not some other place, some other time. Off in the future or the past. But here. How could it not be here? 